You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 17 weeks, four quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one winning Winning try. How do you see this game going? Because the, I see this Cordell as a team that is desperate. They do understand that the Houston Texans are on their heels. Uh, and so they're going to have their backs against against the wall, essentially, to try to make sure that the Texans do not catch up with them. Um but ultimately, and look, I think too. If you think about it, the Colts aren't that, that far behind the them Colts as well. Have, I, think the Colts, I mean, the, the Colts have the seventh seed right now. That's this is very true. So the Colts are actually closer. I keep mentioning the Texans, but actually the Colts are one. Also, they're both one game right, behind. They're both one game behind, right? They're both one game behind. So they're not one, but two teams. I just really just did my fingers backwards. <laughs> if you're watching the YouTube video, <laughs> I really don't know what just happened to me. Uh, okay, let's try this again. Not one singular, but two right. teams. I did it right this time. Okay, that was weird. Um, but there's two teams in the AFC South that are on the heels of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they're pressing. That's how I see this. They need to feel like that they got to come out with a win, and this is a big opponent. We already heard, you know, other teams say, oh, the Ravens are the creme de la creme, so we got to, you know, bring out our best stuff when we play the Ravens. And everybody levels up when they play the number one seed in the AFC. So do you think that the Jags will be leveling up and they squeak out a win here, or do the Ravens leave victorious coming out of Jacksonville on Sunday night? Yeah, I, I think the Ravens end up winning this game. The Jags haven't been good at home. Uh, it typically does turn out to be a shootout, which can be a little dangerous because in shootouts, you just don't know. You don't know. It could turn out to be a situation of whoever has the ball last type of thing. So um, the Ravens will have to get stops at some point. You hope that they'll be able to force some turnovers. They've been good about that this year. Um, and you're right, the, the Jags are going to be desperate. But I, I think every team that the Ravens are going to face are going to be desperate. It's December football. If you're not a desperate football team at this time of year, then you probably have nothing to play for right now. We saw the Rams play with a high level of desperation in that game as well. So that's the good thing. That's why I kept saying that Rams matchup is about as good of a matchup as the Ravens could ask for coming out of the bye, considering what the rest of their schedule looks like. It gave them a true glimpse of what, the what December football is going to feel like this year. Um, and I think that's going to continue against the Jags. They're going to get the Jags' best shot. You know, you think the Jags are just going to lay down because Christian Kirk isn't there, because Trevor Lawrence is playing on a bum ankle. Say what you want, but Trevor Lawrence being out there is telling you this dude is fighting. You know, they're, they're fighting for their lives right now. He's not out there just to be there. He, he's out there to try to win. 
that said, I do think the Ravens win this game. I think that they try to make up for that collapse that they had last year in Jacksonville. I'm pretty sure that'll be fresh on their minds. Um, they'll mm-hmm. try to put the game away as best as they can this time. But I do think it gets high scoring. I'll say the Ravens win this game uh, 37 to 30. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm glad that you mentioned last year's game um, because I definitely think that this is something that they thought about in that collapse game um, last year. Um, Obviously, you know, a lot has changed since then. The roster for the Ravens is completely different, particularly on offense. Uh, Deshaun Jackson was out there catching passes last year. Demarcus Robinson, and this is no disrespect to either one of those guys. Demarcus Robinson obviously caught a touchdown in the Rams game. Deshaun Jackson has decided that he's retiring, so there's that. Um, But look at them now, right? They got got their own Zay over there. Then Zay Flowers. They got... Uh, Odell Beckham Jr. They got Rashad Bateman. I know that a lot of people, you know, feel some type of way about Rashad, but I, I'm confident that he'll find his groove getting back into this offense. Um, Isaiah Likely, you know, has played well enough for us to have the conversation. And again, Nelson Aguilar, who his leadership has definitely been helpful in what it is that he can bring and what he sees out there on the field. So this is a different group that they had last year. Last year's group, I wasn't really confident anyway, but Lamar was out there playing. So you always feel like you have a chance. Well, now Lamar has weapons. That's the difference between this game and last year's game. I definitely think that that's, that stung. That loss stung big time because they clearly, you know, were up and then found a way to scrounger, 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 scrounger. You know what? I'm not using that word. To just, the game, they gave it away. They gave yeah. the game away. You don't know yeah. what I'm trying to say. I don't know what's going on with me today. My cognitive skills must be a little bit off, but you know what? I'm, I know what I'm saying here. And I'm saying that I think that the Ravens are going to win. And I'm not going to even lie to you, Cordell. I think that this game could be very similar to like a Detroit game or a, a Seahawks game. I don't think it's going to be that close. I, I, I understand we have to respect the Jaguars on paper. I do because they do have weapons all day. And I think at first it's going to be close. And then at some point, I just think that the Ravens are just going to impose their will on them. So I don't even think it might in, end up being that close, quite frankly. I'm going to say that the Ravens win this game 34 to 20. That's what I'm going to say with this. I, You know, it feels because every time we feel intimidated by the part, I'm not saying that we are intimidated by the Jaguars, but what we are are respectful of the weapons that they have. And I think yeah. that that's a fair assessment, right? We should be. Um, but it feels like every time that we're like, oh, DK Metcalf, oh, the Lions are this. They turn around and just beat those teams down to the ground, right? So now we're coming in like, oh, well, we saw what happened last year. Oh, Zay Jones, Calvin Ridley's there now. He wasn't there last year. What's going on? You know what? Their quarterback is hurt. Their number one wide receiver is hurt. Their secondary ain't that good. Why not? Why not a beat down? That's what I want to ask you all. Why not a beat down? I mean, especially I know the defense is upset about their last game against the Rams. Absolutely. So 
You know, you'd imagine that they're going to come out on fire, kind of similar to the way that they did against the Chargers on Sunday Night Football a couple of weeks ago. It's a primetime game. They don't want to go out there and give up a ton of points. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I could definitely see it being the way that you're saying, and I could see it being a one-score game. It, it, December football, especially when you have two teams that are in the postseason right now that are fighting for seeding, remember the Jags are basically fighting for the number one seed themselves right Absolutely. now still. So um, I, I just think any anything can happen in these types of games. And, look, just last year, like we mentioned, we thought that the Ravens were going to go in there and take care of business, and it looked like they would. And then as soon as you get ready to turn the channel, here come the Jaguars storming <laughs> back. So it's, it's, it's kind of crazy. Um, but I, I agree with you. I, I do think it's too much going against the Jags for me to say that they'll beat Baltimore. I agree with that. So I, I definitely think, like you said, that this is an angry defense going into that game. They know that they could have played better. Um, I expect them to play better um, in this week's game. And I expect the offense to kind of get into a rhythm that maybe they've not had. If you feel like that the, if you, meaning the Ravens, if they feel like that they have opportunities to throw the ball down the field, we know that they're not going to take that opportunity. We saw numerous times where they wanted to take the opportunity to move the ball downfield. Sometimes a little too soon for my liking. But if they can impose their will down the field, it's a wrap. And that's how I see that. If if Lamar is connecting on, let's say if he has eight downfield passes over 25 yards and they connect on five, it's over. Yeah. yeah. Am, I, am I saying this and, and, and sounding overconfident? Yes, I am. But that's because I believe that that's the one missing piece from this offense, in my opinion, is more connections of passes to past 25 yards down the field. And if he can go over 50% with that, I, I just don't think that they're going to, uh, be stoppable that's where i stand with that so i'll say this as well i think i think the uh the ravens i mean the jags they do have quite a bit of speed on that on the defensive side of the ball um so i am curious to see what they decide to do in terms of maybe spying lamar at times we know josh allen will be rushing but maybe uh a Luakon uh may be a spy guy he's a he's a sub four four type of uh, speed linebacker. So I, I would be curious to see how that speed dynamic works between that, you know, that chess match between trying to keep Lamar in the pocket and also preparing for him to take out of the pocket. Because I, I'm, I've been saying, and we saw it this past week against the Rams, Lamar's legs are going to be a bigger part of this offense for the remainder uh, of the season. And we saw it Sunday, and I, I think that's going to continue on. 